Uh, put your hand up if you're a child. Hands up, children. Thank you, Jude. Uh, children, well, did you know that you are amazing? You're amazing at all sorts of things. But did you know you are particularly amazing at asking questions? If you are under 10, you probably ask somewhere between 250 and 350 questions every single day. Parents of four-year-olds, you're not looking quite so surprised. Here's a video that proves it. With our child-friendly helmet cameras, we're going to monitor each child from the moment they wake until they fall asleep to see precisely how many questions they ask in a day. Here we go. Why have I got a camera in front of my face? What shall we do later? Can I have a baby brother? What's your favourite thing? Shall I swing? Can I have a biscuit? Can we start the question? Yes, let's go. Why am I putting ice cream on? Why are they called cupcakes? Can I lick my finger? No, wait till you finish. Yeah. At the halfway stage, things are progressing nicely. Zachary has so far asked 122 questions. Bryony has asked 157, and Imani is staggering 177, giving an average of 152, putting them on course to smash the predicted total of 288. Hello. Hello. Will they be able to keep it up? Am I as fast as you say, well, Mum? Is the sun hot? Are there any ducklings? Can I have a lolly or an ice cream? What's for dinner tonight? Oh, I've got muscles. Why are muscles that you can eat called muscles? Well, that was impressive. The question is, did our children really ask as many as 288 questions over the course of the day? Let's find out. Drum roll, please. Thank you. The average number of questions asked by our three children over the course of their waking day was an incredible 312. Why? 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 Because I said so, all right? Uh, adults, well, I'm afraid uh, we are rubbish at it. Uh, we might manage 20 questions a day, and that's if we're really good at questions. And even then, most of those questions are going to be those closed kinds that are actually telling someone something like, have you done your homework, rather than the beautiful, open-ended, searching, seeking questions that children are so good at. Uh, but uh, there's a downside to it. The questions that children ask are not always quite as polite and well-honed as we would like them to be. Here are a few embarrassing ones sent in to uh, the website HuffPost. This was said in front of Granny to Mum. Mum, why do you hate Grandma so much? <laughs> this was said by a son to his dad. Dad? When I'm a dad, will I be shouty like you? <laughs> this was said by a daughter to her dad. Daddy, why did you throw the sieve away? Oh, because sometimes things get old and they break. Oh. So will you go in the bin because you're old and broken too? And this one was said in front of Jane. I don't think Jane is boring, Mummy. Why do you think she is? So I've got uh, what might be a slightly rude question for you today. 
Why are you here? Why have you bothered to leave the turkey and the tree behind to delay opening the presents or some of the presents or tidying up after the presents or whatever it is that you've left behind to be here? Why, why are you here? Well, I imagine for some of you, it's what you do on Christmas dates. It's part of the tradition. It's part of the joy of celebrating Christmas with others, to come to church, to sing carols, to join in, to be part of this. For some, maybe, some of you, it just feels right. You couldn't quite put it into words, but you know you're just, you're meant to be in church here on Christmas Day. Maybe some of you have been dragged along and now you're having to listen to me banging on. Some of you, maybe, are here for the shot of cherry brandy that you're going to get at the end. For lots of you, I know, it's because Christmas is about Jesus and about the glory of his birth and the new start that he offers. And maybe, well, maybe you're here for your own very personal reason. And maybe you don't really know why you're here, but here you are. Whatever the reason that you're here, let me ask you one more question. What if it's really true? I mean, what if it's really true that 2,000 years ago a baby was born in Palestine to a teenage mother and a confused father? And what if that child wasn't just part of a nice story but was the very son of God, the one sent to change the world forever? What if it's really true that this child loves you, loves you, loves you with a love that's gently tender and fiercely strong. And what if that love's there for you, whether you think of yourself as religious or not, whether you go to church often or not, whether you even believe in God or not, what if he just loves you? What if there's nothing you can do to stop him loving you? Nothing. And what if he comes offering forgiveness for that thing that you once did, which you are still ashamed of all those years later? Or if he comes to sit with you in your grief and to stand alongside you in your struggle to find peace? Or what if he wants to bring you hope or healing or a new start? What if it's true? What if it's really true? What if Jesus is God's answer to a broken and suffering world? What if you're here because God wants you to join his revolution of love and mercy? What if it's all really true? Not sort of true, not true in a nice kind of story way, but really, properly, actually true. What if Jesus was actually born for you? Now that might be a question worth asking. Happy Christmas. Amen.